There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on my talk, Everything Entertainment, Everything Chewed Up Tootsie Roll. I'm Jace, <laughs> with Lex and Dawn. <laughs> oh, wow. a moving turd. I never thought I would see this day. <sighs> on the 40th anniversary, well, on the weekend of the 40th anniversary of E.T. the Extraterrestrial, which if you've listened to our show for any length of time, you know that it is my favorite movie of all time. And you also know at the same time, um, <laughs> Alexis views it as a movie about a chewed up turd Tootsie Roll. That she was scared of. That she was scared of. Yeah. But... I received a text message yesterday informing me that you actually rewatched it this weekend. I did. What? Yes, I did. I know. You were asking about the weekend. I was like, guess what I did? I I watched ET. Okay, so listen to that beautiful, beautiful score. Wait, wait. Lex, you know what this is? Girl, this is our first ever 40-year-old movie review. Oh, oh, legit 40 (laughs) We only see it. It's legit 40 years old. (laughs) Yeah, I saw the celebration. I thought, you know what? Now's the time. Let's do this. Uh, And especially since my kid, two and a half, he doesn't really watch. Have you ever watched a movie with a toddler? They, they, uh-uh. they, they're just like, they maybe they watch care. for a second and then they just don't even care. So yeah. I didn't feel bad that I was, you know, um, giving him nightmares like I did when I watched it at six uh, because I was actually watching the movie. But there was a lot of things I missed as a six year old. <laughs> and um, hmm, what a concept there. <laughs> but um, I still think it's terrifying. He still looks creepy as all can get out. That neck, this finger, his fingers. Oh yeah, the retar- the neck goes up and down. Oh yeah, I the forgot retractable about neck. that it does that. Like he went, he went down to reach to get the the flower pot and picked it up, and his neck extended and went. Oh, I was like, oh, and then he whoa. makes that sound. Yes, <laughs> that yes. Um, and there were just a lot of things too that either things have changed or it just never like that kids would be able to do by themselves. Like for instance, Elliot, he, he has this little encounter cause he went to go get the pizza by himself 
in the dark. <laughs> She's um, all about kids' safety, too. It is, yes, it's, it's this is true, it's done. the 80s. They didn't care about kids' they safety. They didn't care about That's true. Out, yes. But then later, he goes out into the cornstalks by himself with the flashlight. Uh-huh. Of course, he sees E.T. out there, freaks out, and flees the scene. So, um, and then his family didn't believe him, and then he uses the trail of uh, Reese's Pieces to, to get E.T. to come into the house, and which I thought was like kind of cute, but then you look at E.T. and the way he moves, and it's real freaky. It's just like he kind of like hops a little and then scoots, and then his little turd butt just like, you know, just, oh gosh, it just, I, I just don't think he's cute at all. Oh. You you didn't change on. I did I not that change. You maybe no. would move on that. That okay. alien is is as freaky as ever, and oh, you know what? No, He's freakier no. to me because there's a lot oh. of things I didn't see, like and also a lot of questions. Like, did his people, the alien species, <laughs> just decide we're just gonna we need a break, so we're gonna stop here? I didn't realize there were so many other. Of his species, there. Other ETs. Yeah, they were out in the land They're gathering there. samples of plants and things. Is that what they were doing? Yeah. Yes. Oh man! And then, and then, of course, they left him behind, or uh-huh. he was getting. So you just you feel Poor for guy. him. But then it's just he's freaky as all can be. So he was scarier. There was like little, like you see, and then they use darkness. So I think that now, of course, they would do something different. I think this would be a great movie for a remake. If they wanted to do, no. I know. I if they know. really wanted to do no. some really cool, no, updated, no, um, sci-fi looking, you know, CGI Mm-mm. stuff. Mm-mm. If they wanted to, because Mm-mm. a lot of it doesn't really stand the test of time. <gasps> oh my God! You're it's like, are they? How? No. What does it stand the test of time? Um, just some of the visuals. It's very dark, and I know that they use that as. Away, it's kind of like walk, watching The Walking Dead in some moments. You're like, <laughs> what the heck's happening? Like, I know that there's some. I mean, that's more like budget cut issues, but this is 40 years old, so yeah, they probably had to use a lot of that to like get the the scenes just right. So they did seem freaky, but also to save maybe some time, you know. Turn up your contrast. No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Trust and believe. I was like, I can't see a thing. What's going on? Oh, no, nope, it was just using the darkness. Oh. But here's where. Turn up your contrast. <laughs> <laughs> so he's so freaky. I don't know if I would have felt the same way going in there and, you know, uh, inviting him into the house and then trying to hide him. And then the mom is so clueless. That she, when they put the sheet on him and they pretend that it's Gertie, you're like, look at its weird feet. There's no way. <laughs> Come on, Mama, wake she's up. She's tired. She's a single mom. Uh-huh. Well, look, and that's okay. That's in part where I can see the heartstrings because that he was has the just first separated. Movie that really talked about divorce, right, Jason? Like mm-hmm. in yeah. a way that was like, okay, this is a real thing that kids go through, and yes, right? Yep. I don't know if it was the first, but I definitely, I had all the feels of that, where you also start feeling for the mom. No wonder she's kind of checked out, because they're divorcing, and that's already stressful as it is, and then the children are trying to figure it out, and they just think he's in Mexico, they don't have the full story, the older kid, of course, and even Elliot knows, but you know, they're trying to protect the sister, and Drew Barrymore is absolutely adorable in this. Um, You know, for a sci-fi adventure and the creativity that went into this, I thought was pretty fantastic, especially for the time. So I appreciate it a lot more than what I did when I was a six-year-old in terms of, you know, the messages behind it and the the themes that went over my head. Um, But I'm Uh, wondering, was why was there never a sequel? 
Steven would never do one. He wouldn't do one. Okay. No, never, ever. He said he would never, ever, 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 ever do it. Okay. No, I didn't know if it, he had already answered that or not. But Yeah, he's answered it a couple times because people people wanted him to. And he goes, he'll never do it. He'll never, ever, ever do it. Ah. So yeah. there was also some other things that, you know, just some continuity things where I was like, really? Like, for instance, the the investigators and the doctors when E.T. was kind of dying mm-hmm. and his his like turd body was turning like a gray color. Mm-hmm. And um, the the doctors were so very careful. They had the tube and they were in PPE like they look like astronauts yeah. going in there. They had a little, you know, like the little hands that went in to make sure. Yeah. Uh, but the minute he started dying, they all got the message to rip off their PPE and decided, you know, when they were in their suits trying to revive him. But they were like, screw this protection. Let's try to save this guy's life. Girl, you're all in the weeds. Just like Obi-Wan. Get out of the weeds. I am so in the weeds. Don't worry I am. about all the PPE. You're, P- you're worried about PPE. Listen, those actors need some screen time. They need FaceTime. Those poor actors don't want to be in PPE the whole time. You've been so careful. I was like people in the pandemic. You've been so careful with all your stuff. And you decide, let's go and let's go where everyone is. I would lay one million dollars down that you're the only person <laughs> on earth in forty damn years that worried about PPE watching ET. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. Oh, honestly, I've, I've never been more aware of anything like oh, that till recently. My goodness, the that older brother couldn't have been hysterical. in a position to get into that van and drive away. Also. Um, oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, you know, so there are things like that, too. But those are just some other little notes I took. In general, he's still a scary turd. And I'm really glad that he's back with his people. Um, but it does ignite the imagination. And mm-hmm. I do appreciate, especially for the time, the artistry and the imagination um, that it helped, that it evoked and, you know, all right. of that. So I appreciate it more than I did. Yes. We okay, still scary AF, okay? The is a scary alien. In the, whenever the Reese's Pieces are out there, and the moment, like, Jason and I as kids were, had, <sighs> were just sitting there with bated breath, just waiting for him to emerge from the cornfield. Yep. That is a memory that is yep. absolutely seared. Seared. seared into my mind and how yep. I couldn't wait to see him. Yep. Oh, God. And then you loved P-P-E. him, and it was just... Oh God! Lex and then when that light PPE. finger, that finger light lighted yeah. up, lit up. Oh That's man! Magic. I just, oh, I just, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, that we don't I have. can't get off the PPE. Oh. You know what? Why yeah. did they take off their protective? They just gear? were they like, screw this. They didn't even talk about <laughs> they it. They are just de- was dying. They derobed. They were just like, screw this. And they cared about was, him. That's right. It was a personal sacrifice, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, <laughs> they really, ladies and gentlemen, up a, a second ago before that. So, oh my God. Oh. This has been a 40-year-old movie review. That's exactly yeah. the way we expected it to the, be. Exactly the way we expected it to go. We're, <laughs> we're going to take a break. From movies to TV, it's a, a you know typical Monday, TV-a-palooza when yes. we come back. Five stars. That's how much Dr. Amy Hughes' patients love her work. The incredible five-star reviews for my friend Dr. Amy Hughes of Hughes Dental just keep on coming. And if you're thinking about creating your best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. Again, she is a five-star rated dentist. 
I said five star. And in Minnesota, she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists through the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Her patient, Nicole, had this to say about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. I had the absolute best experience with Dr. Amy Hughes and her team. They are incredible. I came in wanting to improve my smile, and their work was flawless. They listened to my needs and concerns and tailored my treatment plan appropriately. I'm obsessed with my new smile. I wish I'd done this sooner. I jumped on the Google too. Here's what Shannon said about her experience. Hughes Dental is amazing. I always feel that my dental needs are met in an efficient and professional way and that Dr. Hughes and Jackie truly care about their patients. I really appreciate the attention to detail and fancy technology that they have also. Thanks for all you do, Dr. Hughes. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website site hughes-dental.com while you're on our website check out the free video consult be sure to let them know that jason told you that hughes dental is the only choice for your smile makeover and now on jason and alexis in the morning a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s Breakfast kids. Okay, introducing new et Children's chewable vitamins with one-third more of eight essential vitamins and 30% less sugar than the leading children's vitamin. Race you downstairs. In four delicious fruity flavors with a lot less sugar. And there's an iron formula, too. E.T. New E.T. vitamins from Squim. E.T., I love you. E.T. is what a children's vitamin should be. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. My talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. Everything E T P P E. I'm Jay for Lux. Squeezing my Flintstones vitamins. Thank you very much. Oh, oh God, that was great. <laughs> uh, from movies to TV, Monday around here is real busy uh, mm-hmm. because usually we get a chance to watch a ton of stuff, and today is no. What difference. is this? A taste test? Taste test. I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Give me a test. Just a bit. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV Taste Test. There's kind of a theme. Um, Now, the 8 o'clock, we'll talk about um, uh, Rue and other things. But this, Mm -hmm. this has kind of a theme. It's a TV that we have finished. And maybe an overall thought of whether you all listening should watch it. Uh, let's begin with uh, PPE over there. And uh, <laughs> you finished a show that you recommended to all of us on Netflix, uh, Lincoln Lawyer. The Lincoln Lawyer. Yes, Lincoln Lawyer. I finished it. You guys need to watch this. Really? Now that it's all done, you uh, still like it? Yes. The way that it ended is fantastic. It's opened up for another season. So let's hope this would be the perfect show to just keep going. Um, it's. Just like the movie and the book, if you like okay. The Lincoln Lawyer with Matthew McConaughey and, of course, the books. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Um, 
it's just uh, he has flaws mm-hmm. uh, as a lawyer. He's coming back from a stint in rehab and uh, his personal life has just been in shambles for a lot of different reasons. Um, professionally, he's basically given a gift and um, it's a weird gift, but he makes what's best, uh, makes the best of it pretty much. Okay. Um, and he's just, he's a lawyer that you want because he's really good at what he does, but he also has a conscience too. Because mm. uh, some other things happen. It isn't always what you seem, what it seems, um, okay. as just like the movie and the book uh, portrays as well. But oh man, I, I loved it. Nev Campbell plays his um, first wife. Uh, there's another one <laughs> that you learn about her too, and they work closely together. He hires people just on a gut feeling and almost it feels like a whim, but. Um, you later find out that he does do a lot of research into the pe- people that he hires and the cases are very interesting and how it all shakes out and just the the research that needs to to happen to get the job done. I really loved this show. How many episodes in total, Lex? Ten. Ten, okay. And they're about 45 minutes each. That was going to be my next question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So, so easy to go through. Oh, very easy to go through. Yes, and okay. if you like shows um that like legal drama you'll love this okay mm-hmm. i'm actually gonna Which start is my jam now. you know yeah i know well and uh i've finished up a lot of stuff last night so mm. i'm on we're on the lookout we are on the lookout so this was one that's on our list because i keep seeing it on my carousel on netflix and i think we're gonna start it because you know i love the good wife i'm not a big law guy but the the good wife has given me kind of a pass to say, okay, maybe I'll try, yeah. try this. So yeah, and, he's also very easy on the eyes. So very that's mm-hmm. that's helpful as well. What did you finish, Jace? I finished several things. I finished Hacks. I finished First Lady. Ooh. I finished Stranger Things, which we'll get into later yeah. uh, in the eight o'clock. Uh, let me just talk quickly about First Lady, yeah. the First Lady. Um, now that it's all over, I love this show. Uh, there was no dip in quality for me. I love it as much today as I did when I first recommended it after watching the pilot. It was on Showtime. Follows three first ladies. Um, Michelle Obama, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, and Betty Ford. And I walked away. I am now a strange nerd fan of Betty Ford. I'm not. I'm now, <laughs> That's fine. I now have That's a weird funny. obsession with Betty Ford. I really do. I... I have a, I'm like, I have a little odd obsession with her now. <laughs> and that's in part because of a, how, and I'm embarrassed as an American and as somebody who sat through many history classes, I'm embarrassed to say that it took a Showtime show to really teach me her impact. Um, because obviously I wasn't paying attention in class classes, the days where Betty was talked about. Um, you but know what, then though, again, you make a good point. Was she even a blip in well, the curriculum? Yeah. Well, she really wasn't because she was so, she was in our current. She wasn't even taught because yes. when we were kids, I forget how old you know we are. She was still kind of in the White House or she had just left. Yep. So um, she really wasn't taught. Um, and I was a kid when she was making the, the these impacts. Regardless. My goodness, do I have, and I've said this before, so I won't go too much into this again, but wow, um, I got something from all three of them, but Betty was the one that touched me the most. Uh, What a transformational 
uh, uh, first lady she was. Wow, um, is the show over? Could it be over. more? Or yeah, no, they'll, okay. they'll, they're going to do other first ladies. Okay, yeah, but not, it's an not these three together. No, they wrap it up perfectly. It it, it actually wraps up um, in a really cool. This isn't giving anything away. Hello, it's history. But the director and the executive producer made a really cool choice. It it wove it um, weaved in three speeches. Toward the end of their three political, not end because Michelle Obama's young, but three big speeches post presidency. Um, Michelle Obama speaking to um, a high school, I believe her old high school. Eleanor Roosevelt speaking to the United Nations, oh, which was incredible. Um, and Betty Ford getting the Congressional Medal of Honor from George H. W. Bush. Ooh, and. I just, you know, Betty's work with um, obviously alcohol treatment um, and then, you know, bringing awareness to breast cancer, Uh, you know, numbers on numbers on mammograms shot up after she was the first one, you know, um, and, and despite her husband's team really hating on her, she continued to speak out on issues that meant a lot to her, even to the detriment of her husband. Um, she never compromised her beliefs, and Eleanor Roosevelt did the same thing. That was a running theme, mm-hmm. and, and and of all three, um, and there was a very. Let me just get real dishy, and then we'll take a break here. Yeah, there was a there was a really dishy scene between. Now we don't know if this is true between Michelle Obama and Hillary Clinton. That I thought, ooh, if this is even seven percent true, this is good. Oh. Where Michelle Obama was asked to speak for Hillary during the 2016 campaign. And Michelle begrudgingly did it. And she asked for a moment with Hillary and basically called Hillary out for not um, unequivocally denouncing the talk that Barack was a Muslim um, in the 08 election. Basically calling out Hillary oh. for 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 her past, yeah. And it we was don't forget real, these things. <laughs> it was real juicy. Even if a little bit of that was true, I was like, "Look at that!" Michelle was not playing. Um, and like, oh, you, you want me to speak on your behalf now? Where were you uh-huh. when we needed you? Yep. So yeah. Mm. All, so go watch it. It's really good. The First Lady. We have more TV talk coming up in the 8, but coming up next, game time. Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology. And it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N.edu or use my talk keyword St. Mary's. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. This is hour two. Thank you so much for being here. It's time to play a little game. What are we gonna play? Well, it is a classic. Here it comes from the BRB. 
studio in the Twin Cities, radio's most exciting four minutes of fantastic prizes. It's Fleet Farm Prices Right. Alexis Thompson, come on down. <laughs> April Ingebrigtsen, come on work here. down. We can't afford oh, my God, I'm going to be April. Listener, come on down. We don't do that. You are the first three guests <laughs> on Fleet Farm Prices Right. And now, here's your host, <laughs> we don't do that. Jason Matheson. Oh, I'm still here. I guess we can still leave <laughs> this open. Because we'll never get a new one. Good we morning, everybody. Yeah, no. I have actually. I like it that way. I like yeah, to be yeah. April for a while. I don't Perfect. know why I did a southern accent there. I don't think she had one. But. <laughs> she had an accent. I don't know about southern. But anyway, welcome, everybody, to Fleet Farm Prices, right? The only game in America where by correctly identifying the actual retail price of items from the Fleet Farm catalog, you will go home with a fabulous showcase of prizes. Actually, no prizes at all. Oh, what? Nah, no, no prizes at all. That's right. Yeah. Well, let's meet our t- contestants. You just saw Alexis there and Dawn. Now, Dawn and Alexis, I have three items from the Fleet Farm catalog. And today, there is a theme. That's right. Oh. This is all from the farm and livestock poultry uh, care area. This is all oh. food, food, food from the Fleet Farm catalog. So if you're ready, we're ready. Here is the first item up for bid on Fleet Farm Price is Right. <laughs> Is an eight pound bag of Manapro lamb milk replacer. That's Ooh. right. Lamb milk replacer with probiotics for lambs is a great for gut health and digestion. Gut All milk. milk. That's right. All milk protein supports growth and development of your baby lamb. Easy to mix for fast prep and optimal construction. Ooh. That's right. This eight pound bag oh. of Manapro lamb milk replacer can be yours if. The price is right. Okay, uh, now Alexis, we're going to begin with you. Okay. Now remember, this is an eight-pound bag. So eight it's a pounds. little bag. No, I actually think it's kind of a bigger one. Oh, really? Eight pounds? Yeah, yeah. I would say medium size. Medium size. Mm. Um, eight pounds. I have it comes, no idea. Now I will tell you, it does come in two sizes, Lex. It comes oh, in a three. Okay. Uh, this is the bigger of the two. This uh, comes in a three point five or an eight pounder. This is the bigger of the two, the eight pounder. Okay. So may we have your uh, your bid for the lamb milk replacer? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. I didn't mean to hit that one. Okay, there we go. Don McLean. Okay, so this is like baby formula. For lambs, uh, right? Yes. Oh, so it's probably not available. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's probably crying yes. inside. Touche. Yeah, the Touché. little lambs. The silence of the lambs. Um, I'm going to go higher just because I'm thinking a real baby formula. Yeah. I don't know. Animals should be lower, but let's say... Nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Uh oh. The actual retail price. You got it. If he hasn't rung the thing yet. Of the Mana We're Pro over. Lamb Milk Replacer is thirty seven ninety nine. Oh my god! Nice, Don. I wonder how long that lasts. Think about a little scoop that you put in for a bottle, Alexis, of mm. formula. Well, maybe yeah. you never went to formula, but. No, we had to supplement a little bit. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, okay. Yeah, you're so, right though. Oof. Just a little, little goes a long way. Expensive. But, um, but that's yeah. very expensive. Yeah. Well, here we go. Here's the next item up for bid on Fleet Farm Prices Right. 
It's the Manapro 1.6 pound scatter snacks poultry treat. That's right. Do you have chickens? That's right. When you toss this scatter snack poultry treat, your flock will go crazy with excitement. It's a treat for adult poultry and fowl. It includes premium ingredients such as oats, peanuts, flaxseed, pomegranate, and spices Mm. with high quality protein from crab meal. They don't eat spices. It comes in the form of nuggets. The Manapro 1.6 pound bag of Scatter Snacks Poultry Treat can be yours if the price is right. Okay. Mm. Uh, this is a smaller bag, obviously. This is your 1.6 pound bag. This is for yeah. chickens. This is a Scatter Snack. Can I phone a friend? A little Scatter Snack. <laughs> My sister who has you, chickens. Oh, she no. would know. Oh, yeah, she'd know. Now, Dawn, you're going to go first. May I have your ah. bid for the Scatter Snacks, please? Okay, it's a one point what? It's a 1. very... 1.6. Uh, 1. Pound. 1.6 pounds. Um, I want to say... I'll say... Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Chicken treats. Oh man, is it more Alexis. or less than five dollars a pound? I'm going to say five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> the actual oh, retail oh. price is twelve forty nine. Alexis yeah. gets it. Well, everybody. that was far away from my bid anyway, so that's fine. I was going to yeah. guess two dollars. So uh, yeah, I mean, shoot. Okay, here's your, now we are tied, so that means whoever gets this one takes uh, the no prize. Oh, here's your Don final. the advantage. Yep, she does, because she's up second. Here's the first item, a uh, next item up for bid on Fleet Farm Price is Right. It's a 30-ounce bag of Manapro Bug Buffet Treat for Chickens. <laughs> That's right. 30-ounce. Bug, Bug buffet, buffet treats for chickens. Oh. It's a natural source of protein, encourages natural uh, foraging behavior, and supports a free-range diet. And it's great for birds, too. This 30-ounce bag of Manapro Bug Buffet Treats for Chickens can be yours if the price is right. Okay, oh. this is a 30-ounce little packet here. It's little bugs. Bag. It's, it's dried bugs. bugs. It's dried bugs. Ooh. Dried bugs. Get those bugs. Alexis, we return to you. This is the final item. May I have your bid, please? I'm going to go with $17. $17. Dawn McLean. How many ounces are in a pound? Hey, Siri, 16, how many ounces are in a pound? Ounces. Okay, um, this is 30 ounces, so we're talking about two pounds. pounds of dried bugs. What did you yeah. say, Alexis? $17. I'll go I'll go sixteen ninety nine. Sixteen ninety nine. No, oh, that's, that's terrible. No, $1. $1. Okay, okay. $1. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah, I yeah, change $1. it? $1? Okay, yeah, yeah, nope, that's what she said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to win, though. The actual retail price is eighteen ninety nine. Alexis gets it, everybody. Oh, Whoa! You, t- you you got it right on the money? No, not right on the money. No, not no. By a no, dollar? No, no, no. Yeah, a do- dollar or two. Great less. job! Yeah. You should start a hobby Lex. farm. Oh man, that was really good. Good job, Alexis. Well, there we go. I would have done exactly what you did, Don. <laughs> I would have guessed yeah. it was less. Yeah. That does it for us on Fleet Farm Prices Right. Don't forget to have your pet spayed or neutered. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. When we come back, <laughs> am I the asshat? <laughs> am I wrong? You're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat?
part one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's jump right into Am I the Asshat? Part one. Dawn has today's scenarios ripped right from the Reddit threads. That's what do we right. have, Dawn? Well, um, I can't even tell you how many posts are about having babies or getting married. I mean, it's like that is I don't want to do either of those anymore. Or I mean, I didn't do one at all. So it looks like it's a whole lot of trouble. But OK, here we go. Am I the asshat if I propose? to my girlfriend after her sister's boyfriend asked me to wait. Okay. I am a 29-year-old male, recently purchased an engagement ring for my fiancé. I met her through a longtime friend who is currently dating my fiancé's sister. So they are dating sisters. His friend is dating his, basically will be his sister-in-law. Got it. Okay. Before I proposed, I told my friend that I bought a ring and that I didn't have any plans for the proposal and was just going to wait for the right moment. During the conversation, my friend told me he also just bought a ring and had a date picked out for his proposal. He asked me to let him propose first and to wait a few months after until I proposed myself. Well, we went away for the weekend and the moment was right, so I popped the question. My friend is pissed, and I don't think his feelings should have dictated when I proposed. Am I the asshat? Yes. Okay, there we go. And and we'll be right back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because here's the deal. I if 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 his friend wasn't dating his fiance's sister, I might feel a little bit differently. But there can be a little bit of coordination. Not only is he your friend. But he could be sort of related to you soon. So if he's yeah. all, but so if he's already picked the date, what's it going to hurt you? Unless you have hired a, a, a pyrotechnic team to let off fireworks and they can't move that date, and you've flown in um, Gina Lola Brigida to perform, uh. or, or a marching <laughs> band, or something that you can't go back on. What's it going to kill you? I mean, I, to me, it's just a little bit of courtesy for not only a friend, but now somebody that's potentially in your family. I I would just err on the side of courtesy. So, yeah, uh, you're you're kind of the you're you're kind of the asshat to me, to me. Yep, yep, definitely the asshat, but also maybe just doesn't care about that at all. But like you, Jace, I would be thinking of the long run here Uh um, that, yes, you will be family and that you need to be able to move forward with them. And and if it's not that big a deal, you didn't have something planned, what's the harm in waiting? Now, I do know that maybe after her sister was engaged, the pressure's on for you. Now, to wait a few months, I mean, I would ask for some clarification on that from my friend and go, well, how long do I need to wait? Yes. Um, Because you know it's going to be, well, when's my turn? You know, especially if they've been together a a long time and that's something that she's looking forward to, the sister. Um, but yeah, you definitely don't want to stomp on um, what he had planned. McLean, comma Don. Okay, I want more information. Like, who <laughs> oh, was <of> he dating? <laughs> was he dating? Um, was his friend dating the sister first? Mm. Had they been dating for a while? Like, who was dating who first? Because oh, it said that, that he introduced him mm. to the sister, but that doesn't mean that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, the overwhelming response that has the top votes 
are all you're not the asshat. Oh. Like, um, yeah. like the first one has over a grand of uh, upvotes. Not the asshat. You didn't propose on the same day and asking someone to wait months is insanely selfish. Someone else says, um, why is he feeling, why is your potential soon-to-be brother-in-law feeling threatened by you proposing to your girlfriend? Um, mm-hmm. I get that, too. I, I get it. Look, I, it felt right at that moment. Well, and Lex, I think you brought this up. I, I, I don't know about the waiting months thing. I, to me, a good compromise is, okay, you can have Wednesday. <laughs> I'm going to take next Wednesday. You know what I mean? No, and yeah. I mean that. I really mean that. I think, look, if it if he is demanding, now that is, as the Wizard of Oz says, a horse of a different color. If oh. if if he is demanding months, I think I yeah. will change my vote. Yeah, he is. But, he said two months. Yeah. That's, and somebody put, I'm so, not the asset. I'm sorry, okay. but people don't get to call dibs on proposal dates. Congratulations. Well, uh, well yeah. you can't. I mean, I... You can if you're if it's your friend and it's like a day or two, you know, and if you're stepping on, especially because you're within going to be within the same family. So it's like you it's like when an employee leaves and the company sends out that damn email, you don't want it. The company's not going to send out the email about the replacement until the employee that exits has their day. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Lindsay is leaving the anchor chair. They're not going to announce Lindsay's replacement on that same day. They don't want to step on Lindsay's day. So I get not wanting to step on your future sister-in-law's day, but the two months thing, he might have lost me there, actually. I don't think he's the asset. I don't think yeah. you, I think I think that your relationship with your person is your relationship. And, and if it felt right, just do it. You know, it's like, yeah. well, I don't know. I mean, but it's I've never been one. married or proposed to. So what? Well, I, I, like like you said, there's more questions yes. than answers. If he asked him, hey, can you just hold off? What was his response? Yes, I can. And then he went against that. Or did he leave it kind of like open air, like, mm, you know, kind of thing? <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, not say anything. Then that would also make a difference. I would do a compromise with this dude. I would say, okay, I'm not. You're going to what? Propose on Friday? I'm going to propose in a week. That way you get a week with the family to celebrate you guys, but I'm proposing in a week. I'm proposing next but Friday. But his whole point was he just, whenever it felt right. Oh. It could have been a week. It could have been the next day. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. I guess for me, I'm thinking of my own proposal. I had, a, I mean, it wasn't so much about the moment felt right. It felt right. So then I crafted the moment around that. Yes. And that was movable. I could, you know, I could have proposed, you know, <laughs> anytime during that week. Yeah. So that was a good one. Mm-hmm. But we're not done. No Surrey Baba Rooney Bob Evans. Hold on to that coffee because when we come back, it's Am I the Ass Hat Part Two? The Dirt Alert and more TV talk. It's a great third hour. It starts right after this.